four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. If you're not a new customer, no worries. You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at even bigger NFL payouts and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. You know, now that my prediction is out, I thought Bills over Cowboys I'm kind of looking forward to seeing whether or not we can get a rematch of Super Bowl 16 and 23, a little Bengals-Niners action. But realistically, I'm excited about both games. And that's not just because, you know, I want to see Gaza's picks out. That's not the only reason I like Bengals-Niners at this point. Hey, don't forget, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code 518. 518 is the code. New customers can bet $5 on conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code 518. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Oh, yeah, it must be. It must be. Raw 30 tonight. Oh, damn you. There we go. I don't think you heard that. That was just an ad starting in my background. Hi. Episode 84 <laughs> of uh, This is the uh, afternoon of Raw 30, Monday, January 23rd, 2023. It's almost 4 o'clock p.m. I'm Brian. That's JJ. Mr. Alexander, a fine <laughs> afternoon to you. Uh, uh, we've got since late last night, I think we've gotten like eight to 10 inches of snow. How are you doing? We got sleep. Good for you. (laughs) Happy for you. It was like, it was heavy ass rain last night and then it turned into sleep today. I mean, I'm just happy that it didn't freeze because there was a lot of rain yesterday. Lovely. Um, a lot to get into today. And I mean a lot, um, First things first, though, um, I hate to start the show on a downer, um, but I think it's only appropriate that we begin by covering this gentleman. Um, This shit, I I really wish this shit would stop, but I mean, it's out of your control. Um, So, uh, uh, LS has been living under a rock for the last, what, six days now? Yeah. Um, so uh, Jay Briscoe, um, one half of the Briscoe brothers from Ring of Honor, uh, passed away Tuesday evening, I believe, afternoon, evening, something like that. Afternoon. He was bring, he was bringing his girls home from cheer- cheerleading practice. Yep. Um, had just left Mark's place. Apparently, was bringing them to cheerleading practice. Um, this was act and. The next day was going to be Mark's birthday. Yep. Um, so the way the story goes, uh, Jay was bringing the doors to shooting practice. The girls were in the backseat with their seatbelts on. Jay, if I remember correctly, did not have his seatbelt no. on. No. Um, 
woman it was just a two lane road woman was coming the other way swerved into uh their side of the road um into jay's side of the road head on collision um the woman who drove in the other car passed away along with jay mm-hmm. two girls continuously being monitored i believe still in the in the hospital if i remember correctly one of them having back surgery mm-hmm. um I guess They're both going to be going through a lot of physical therapy over the next six months to a year. Right. Um, and um, I'll tell you, I... It's not often you hear me say this on this program, but the, the, the first person I thought that would give the best uh, insight into Jay... Um, as far as um, what Jay meant to his community around Sandy Fork, Delaware, and what he meant to the Ring of Honor community uh, was Jim Cornette. And that was the mm-hmm. first person I looked for reaction from. Yep. Um, and if you go look up his stuff, he was broken up like crazy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, uh, very sad, very sad this to happen um obviously had his whole life ahead of him still not just wrestling wise like literally he still had i mean his daughters what i don't even are they even in their teenage years yet no they're both like i think they're like 11 and 9 right um they still had their whole lives ahead of them along with jay and it was just yeah it's a shame now you're gonna have two girls who um you know have all this stuff you know God willing, they're able to go do cheerleading again. All this, all the stuff they'll do in cheerleading that their father won't be able to see. Um, they won't have a father there when they graduate from their various schools, when they walk down the aisle to get married, when they have their first child. Um, yeah. It's just tremendously sad. And JJ, if you want to go ahead and jump in with whatever insight you want to provide. No, I mean, I had very brief passings with, with the Briscoe brothers over the years. Um, but, um, that, I mean, I, I, I said it, I, I said it on my social media, but I was just like, regardless of whatever politics the guy had in the past, he was a genuine individual. Um, no, no one deserves to, you know, have to pass away early. No, no family deserves this kind of loss. Um, and I mean, it's, you know, it's just one of those things that we all kind of got to get through. And, uh, now my heart goes out to the entire Pew family. Um, it's just, um, I feel like a, a lot of people, and I could be wrong about this because I literally only listened to what Cornette had to say and didn't give a shit about anybody else. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people are going to focus on the wrestling perspective about this, and so we'll we'll get to a very specific portion of that in a second. Yeah, because um, it has to do with what we'll cover later in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the real story, the real loss, as much as obviously Jay was a tremendous professional wrestler. The real story, the real loss is that community and that family. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just listen to the way 
and again, I, I, I can't recommend enough going to, it's like an hour long. Yeah. Go, go listen to what Jim had to say. And he really eloquently laid out just how much, not just Jay, but his family. Yeah. Is an indelible part of that community in, in rural Delaware. Right. Um, and just, oh God, like, like, when's the last time you heard of a pro wrestler's death basically shutting down an entire town? They shut down schools. They shut down government buildings for mm-hmm. that day. Like, I, I David Von Eric's the last time I could think. Right. Like, it's been a long time when you've since mm-hmm. you've heard of a community being so enraptured with. A, f- a wrestling family that's mm-hmm. it wasn't even a wrestling family until jay and mark because because right. like, yeah their father liked wrestling and like he kind of taught them the, the the wrestling 101 when they were growing up as kids but he right. wasn't actually a wrestler he wasn't actually a trainer he just right he was a fan it was just jay and mark were first generation yeah but they became such an outward representation of that community not just for what they did in the ring but really a lot of what they did on camera with like their promos they cut um, at home mm-hmm. and just, uh, they, they were everything to that community around Sandy hook and just Sandy fork, oh, Sandy fork. Sorry. Not Sandy hook. Sandy hooks. A completely yeah. different tragedy. Completely different tragedy. <laughs> just Sandy, uh, just he meant they, that family means a lot to that community. And just, uh, really sad, really, really sad. Um. So what I, I I'm going to what I decided and J uh, JJ is going to take part. I don't know what you grabbed, but uh, my wife had to grab this the other day from liquor store she worked at, and I was like, "Fuck it, uh, I'm saving this." Uh, I, I'm I'm fresh opening. Rumchata. Little rumchata. I mean fresh. I mean. I'm finishing off this Yukon Jack. Fresh. Yeah. Crack that open. God damn. Come on, little shit. Why is this one? You gotta push one... down. It's a childproof cap. I'm gonna smack the shit out you. No, it's like stuck. It's like weird. One tab is stuck. There we go. Fuck you and your child proof. Well, here's to Jay. Here's mm-hmm. the whole Briscoe family. Get well soon to the girls. Mm-hmm. Cheers, everyone. Whoo! Ha! That's, that's good. Wow. Whoo! <laughs> oh, man. Um,. That being said, I want to echo one more segment from Mr. Cornette. Yes. So, for a while, obviously ever since they were, they, uh, Mr. Khan obtained Ring of Honor uh-huh. and had the contracts of Mr. Briscoe uh, and his brother Mark. Warner Brothers Discovery was very anti the idea of, very much against the idea of having Mr. Jay Briscoe on their television. 
And originally, there was some kind of rumor going around that maybe it wasn't really Warner Brothers Discovery, maybe it was really the Bucks, maybe it was really this out the other thing, one of the other EVPs, whatever. But then we see the way everybody, including the Bucks, were, well, pretty much everybody, were honoring the memory of Jay with head bit with wristbands, headbands, armbands, whatever. And then you hear after the fact that not only did apparently Warner Bros. Discovery not want that episode of Dummick to be a memorial show to Jay, but the Ring of Honor-based memorial show they ended up taping after Dynamite was not to be allowed on any kind of TV. I don't know if it was one executive, I don't know if it was multiple executives, but fuck you! And you see, here's where I have to chime in. I wholeheartedly don't believe that it was an executive from Warner Brothers. I think that was Tony Khan trying to save his ass to create controversy and to drive more traffic to the YouTube channel and to Honor Club. Because they say, oh, they wouldn't allow us to do anything for Jay, but they were able to show a graphic of his face at the beginning and they were able to mention him on commentary. Now, just those two elements alone prove that some mention of him was allowed on Dynamite. This goes, this goes back to um, right before their last match with FTR, how there was the whole uh, the, the, the Christmas... Signing uh, blood thing? The, yeah, signing blood, and it just said them boys, and they didn't say Briscoe's on air. Right. And then people were telling me, no, they did say the Briscoe's right after. I'm like, I don't recall it. But this is my educated guess. Because the whole thing is word of the executives not allowing it is all coming from Meltzer. So you need to remember that first and foremost. That's the patient zero of this story. They were able to show a graphic of him. They were able to mention him by name. WWE, who has has never employed them, but did not employ them because of the issue that happened back in 2011, took time out of their broadcasting to mention them on NXT and on SmackDown. WWE is a publicly traded company. That was a big risk by WWE. But they did it without haste. This is what leads me to believe that Tony Khan is just saying this. He didn't even check with Warner Brothers Discovery about doing a tribute for it. And in all honesty, like, it's... It feels super shady because... Okay, so... They didn't mention him on the thing, but they recorded a a tribute show afterwards. That tribute show originally, they said, was only going to be on Honor Club. Then all of a sudden they said, oh, it's going to be on YouTube as well. But then they said the first four to six episodes of the new Ring of Honor TV show are all going to hold Jay Briscoe retrospectives on every episode. And the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view is going to be a tribute show to Jay Briscoe as well. That right there is dollar signs. And that's what pisses me off. I, because it's, 
if this were true, someone from Warner Brothers PR would have come out and said, we understand the tragedy at hand, but we could not risk this because this is this is Warner Brothers. These are the people that are pushing to keep Ezra Miller employed after all the shit that's happened with him in the past fucking year. This is the company that two weeks after the video of Dana White smacking his wife up got fucking went viral. They still fucking aired his TV show of people slapping the shit out of each other. There is far too much dirt on the Warner Brothers Discovery side to not be like, wait a second, they allow all this, but they won't let them mention this on this little show. Like, not it's it it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. The unfortunate thing is I I can't even sit here and say that it's a wild and crazy theory you're presenting. Right. Because I'll say two words and it'll summarize everything. Mm-hmm. Grody Lee. Exactly. And this this is how sad I this is how sad I am about it is Tony Khan milked Brody Lee's death on Dynamite for three years. I feel like he's gonna milk Jay Briscoe's death on the Ring of Honor fucking honor club show for the next god knows how long. And the uh, Dynamite itself, and like, and Cornette brought this up, like, oh, they 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 won't allow this. The other thing, they had Mike Tyson on there, who was a convicted and like literally found guilty and convicted rapist. They let Mike Tyson on the damn show multiple times. Obviously, Nick Gage, they let him on. The shit that's happened with Sammy Guevara with Darby, they're still prominently featured. It just doesn't add up. Yeah, it's a little odd. Um, yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens going forward. But, I mean, obviously, this is uh, something they write. It'll come out eventually. And um, and I will point- say I will say this. As far as Mark Briscoe goes, I have two schools of thought on Mark. And it's, it all depends on what hap- what, what his mindset is. If he decides to walk away from the business for the rest of his life, I completely respect that. And I understand that (laughs) because I could imagine how hard it would be to keep going. Like I almost quit the business after Milano died because I just didn't think I could stay in the business without him. Um, And so I understand that if he wants to walk away, however, if he does decide to keep going, um, number one, I would have him ask Tony Khan to get out of his fucking contract. Um, and I would seek greener pastures and wherever he lands, he should get pushed to the fucking moon. Like it's, it's, it's like the Von Erics, you know, Mark, you know, it wasn't like Jay was more talented than Mark. They were equally talented. Just Jay ended up getting the longer singles runs in ring of honor at times because Mark was getting like knee surgery. So if Mark chooses to come back to the business, he deserves everything, everything. And obviously, we'll uh, find out more about that in the coming weeks, I would assume. Especially considering that Ring of Honor has a pay-per-view coming up within the next two months. And yeah. Jay, I mean, Mark is technically still, technically, yeah. one half the tag team champion. So, mm-hmm. we didn't see on all that. 
All right, that all being said, let's get into the actual in-ring product. Uh, New Japan, uh, they had night two of the uh, Wrestle Kingdom over the weekend out in Yokohama. And the results from that, um, I mean... They did a 10-bell for J2. Yes, they did. They did a 10-bell for J2. Um, weren't a whole lot of like real meaningful matches on this one. Um, yeah, because it was it was basically it was the whole the whole show was just New Japan versus uh, was it all was it all Japan or no? Who was it? I'm trying to remember. Not was it Noah? Maybe. Yeah. Was it Noah? Yeah, it's not. Okay. Um, the big thing was the five singles matches between Lij and Congo. In the end, uh, Los and Gobernadores de Japón won that series. Mm-hmm. One to one uh, by three to two. Naito winning the main event in twenty six fifty seven. After the main event. Real news. Ha-ha! Uh, Keiji Muto, a.k.a. the Great Muto, came out and challenged Tetsuya Naito as his final match in New Japan on February the 21st. <laughs> um, um, so... Move the goalposts. Move the goalposts. Yeah, because this weekend was supposed to be Muda's last match. Remember, it was supposed to be the tag match with Sting. Right. And they still had that. They still had that six-man tag, but it was his last match as Great Muda. Mm -hmm. uh, As was eventually clarified. So it was uh, Darby, Sting, and Muda against... uh, I don't remember the top of my head who the the other team was. Mm. Obviously... uh, I remember Muda got the pin. That's all I yeah. remember. Um, Which leads me to my sneaking suspicion. Uh, right. Yeah, I know what your sneaking suspicion is. I know what your sneaking suspicion is. Um, meanwhile, did you watch that clip I sent you from... I'm pretty sure it was the same show, actually, as Muda's last match. Where Okada was in a tag match and he had like a like a, a headlock on somebody on the mat, and then the fucking other member of the team, not of Okada's team, the other member of the opposing team came in and was kind of like giving the business a little bit, and then basically said "fuck this" and came up, came around. I just gave a kind of uh, kick in the fucking face. Yeah. And then Kyle was like, fuck this. Yeah. I got rid of the headlock and just started beating the shit out of the dude on the outside. Yep. Either that was very well played, like, that was a very well played, laid out part of the match, or that was a receipt, an immediate receipt. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards the immediate receipt because I'm kind of, that looked like a happy fucking camper. Um, yeah, if you if you have, I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, I, I know I sent it to you. Hang on, let me try to find the. Let me try to find the uh, the 
clip here. Hang on. I'm going to pull it up from what I sent you. Hang on here. There's the... Yeah, Kaido Kiyomaya. Because hmm. that's fucking smart. This dude. <laughs> All right, hang on. Hang on. Let me try to... Okay. Alright, so I'm going to try to share my screen real quick, because... Because... Fuck it. Why won't it let me share my screen? Mm. Hmm. That's weird. Alright. So... I'm not uh-huh. sure how well this looks on the... Oh, you can, you can see it pretty well, actually. Alright, so I'm going to play this video. So, this is what I was talking about. So the guy comes up from behind. There's one kick. Two kicks. Three kicks. So Kai's like, all right. Now watch this. Yeah, that that's definitely a receipt. I think he just said receipt on commentary. Yeah. That was that's pretty much the gist of it. And yeah, by the way, uh that was apparently during Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. I'm trying to remember what the what match this was. I mean, obviously, it was a tag match. I was trying yeah. to pull up Okada, 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 Okada. Where are you? Uh, oh, yeah, right here. Ended up being no contest. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Okada and Makabe against Inamura and... Yeah. So, that's... Uh, yeah. Don't fuck with <laughs> Okada. Oh, man. Like, what, 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 where in your right mind... Do you think, you know what? I'm going to kick with the fucking face. Like, I, uh, he's only the world heavyweight champion in New Japan. No big deal. No big deal yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. What an idiot. Uh, um, I'm just going to go punch Ric Flair on the fucking jaw. <laughs> right. Right. Um, one other thing. Um, and I hate to report this for you. Um, so, Rocky Romero apparently funded a CMLL event over the weekend. Okay. I didn't know that the NWA had the historic welterweight championship in existence anymore. They don't. Well, they pulled it out of a drawer. Apparently, and they put it on Rocky. The the, the, the Western States Heritage title. Yeah, he beat Volador Jr. and they decided to throw that on him. Oi, Billy Corgan. He's pulling them old belts out that desk drawer. Here's the bare knuckles title. Does does Haifa really count? At this point, like, does that actually count as an NWA? I don't. Why would you do that when they already have a light heavyweight title? I I don't know. I, I, I like light heavyweight and welterweight are pretty much the same weight class. <sighs> Let me list of NWA world. I don't know. If this is gonna be nice for me. All right, so that's the world title. It's not what I really wanted. Wanted. NWA champion. Whoops. 
National Wrestling Alliance Championships. Yes, there we go. Um, doesn't look like it's going to be recognized as an official. So maybe this is a CMLL thing where they're just like, fuck this, we're pulling this out of the hat. Uh, World Welterweight, is that what this? No. That's not what it looks like, but that's basically what they gave him. This can't be right. No. What did I, what, what did I say the name of this, title was? According to this, the date it was established was August 2010. It's the World Historic Welterweight Championship. Oh, here we go. Historic Welterweight Championship. Here we go. Um, so it's a CMLL title, technically. 